Welcome everyone. I'm Kevin Miller and this is The Ziggler Show, inspired by the grandfather of inspiration himself, Zig Ziggler. We've surpassed 40 million downloads because we bring messages that help people make the change they need to get the results they want. In this episode, being respected most by those who know you best. I've always felt to know the true measure of a man audit how his wife and kids are doing. So it stood out to me when Mark Batterson said a primary goal for his life was to be famous in his home. And to do so, he needed to be at home. Mark was my guest in show 735, where we discussed how to position yourself for blessings. And from his new book, that's double blessings. He's a best-selling author and pastor of one of our country's most influential churches, the National Community Church in Washington, D.C., and as I said in the title, Mark aspires to have those who know him best respect him most. I just love that. This sharing comes from the family and friends spoke of the Ziegler Wheel of Life as this is our habit show. Something else that resonated with me came from Mark's sharing in the physical spoke that he staunchly believes the physical and spiritual disciplines foster each other. And I almost titled the show, The Holy Spirit Plus Caffeine Equals Awesome. That was another of Mark's quotes. You'll have to hear about that. So you're going to get great inspiration and ideas, as always, from this audit of the habits of one of our culture's big influencers. And you can connect with Mark at markbatterson.com. I'm going to bring him to you right after I share some great products and services. Hey, a quick call out. The last review for The Ziggler Show as of this recording was a four-star review that said, great content, but the quality of the sound needs fixing. You need a high-pass filter or something. The S's are piercing. So I just want you to let you know, I, I hear you. I hear you folks. I listen to you. I read these reviews. And you know what? I do that. I do some hard S's. So I added a high-pass filter. So just wanted to say thanks. But I also have a request. I would like a better than four-star review at the top of the list. If you get value here, would you go give a review? Tell people what you like about the show. Let me know what you like about the show. And let me know that you did that. You can find me on Facebook at Agent K Miller, and I'd love to say thanks. All right, Mark. Well, just as I was laughing about there, I, I realized how I'll open up this show on habits is, uh, folks, if you haven't heard the first show that we did together, 735, you need to do that. So you'll understand when I say, okay, Mark, here's the spokes. How do you position yourself in these spokes to receive the blessings that you desire and feel called to? Starting number one, first one is physical and nutrition. Yeah. I know it includes coffee. Yes. Well, okay. I, I have a little formula the Holy Spirit plus caffeine equals awesome. Awesome. I like there's a t-shirt so, right there if you don't have that. Okay. My my office is right above our coffee house on Capitol Hill, Ebenezer's. And so let's be honest, most of my days begin uh, with caffeine. Amen. So okay. um, you know, on the physical side, I, I really think that uh physical disciplines and spiritual disciplines, you, you cannot differentiate those that one will foster the other or hurt the other. And so, um, you know, I played college basketball. And so, uh, you know, I think know how to take care of my body. Not that I haven't uh, at points put on a few more pounds than I should. But the thing that keeps me going is I need a goal that I'm going after. And so I uh, did the Chicago Marathon a couple of years ago. Nice. And uh, that was actually to celebrate God healing my asthma after 40 years. And I, I won't deep dive that whole story, uh, share a little bit of that story in Double Blessing. But I actually ran the marathon to celebrate that miracle. 
That is, uh, yeah, I did not know that. That's, that's, that's a big celebration. What about on the nutritional side? Anything you're uh, habitually doing there? Any structure you got? Well, I, I better shout out my wife right here. Okay, um, it. You know, she had a little bout with uh, cancer two years ago. Oh, wow. Uh, breast cancer. And uh, boy, that'll that'll uh, that'll wake you up to some things. It'll really wake you up to what you're putting into your body. And and my wife, Laura, became so intentional about diet mm-hmm. and uh, really clean eating. And, and I know that there are different kind of takes and opinions on that. But um, let's just say that uh, she has brought me along for the ride. uh, Because um, if we're out to dinner, I'm still going to get some dessert probably. Uh But uh, we, uh, we try to eat pretty healthy. So we've experimented with different things. I I tried to go a little uh, ketogenic when I ran the marathon. Um, But I, I think to me, the big thing is just an intentionality about what you're putting into your body and an understanding that this is the temple of the Holy Spirit. So let's take care of it. Yep. All right. Second one is family and friends, but just as much relationships, which I'm curious for you because my gosh, you are uh, amongst so many people, so much family uh, from immediate to uh, the people that work with you to your congregation that uh, I would imagine there's some things you do to foster the healthy relationships you probably also have to have a boundary or two. So tell us about that spoke. Yeah. Um, I'll maybe share a couple of thoughts. One is that pastoring, I think turned me from an extrovert into an introvert hmm. um, b- because there's so many time demands uh, that I really need to find ways to, uh, uh, regenerate by myself. Ironically, my, my best alone time, one, it's at the gym yep. and or, or running on the National Mall here in D.C. or on an airplane. I actually like a long flight because yep. it gives yep. me a little bit of uh, solo time. But uh, I, I live by this little mantra that uh, I want to be famous in my home. And it's hard to be famous in your home if you aren't home. So I set a boundary years ago that I wouldn't do more than 12 overnight speaking trips. And so I I say no a lot more than I say yes. And that's because I've defined success. And to me, success is when those who know me best respect me most. That's my wife and my kids. And so really try to prioritize family. And part of that is because of some of the mistakes I made uh, early on that maybe I didn't do that the way that I could have or should have. Gosh, that's, I like that statement. I want to be famous in my own home. So I have to be there. Um, all right. Mental is the next spoke, Mark. What are the things you're doing to keep yourself mentally sharp and where you need to be? Yeah. I mean, this is a fun one for me. I'm probably weak in a few of these categories, but you know, I felt called to write when I was 22, but I didn't write a book until I was 35. And uh, during that 13-year period, I read 3,000 books before I wrote one. And I remember coming across this little statistic that average author puts about two years of life experience into a book. And I I know there's variance on that. But I figured if I was reading 250 books uh, a year that I would gain 500 years of life experience, but only be one year older. And so... Uh, when people ask me how old I am, Kevin, I usually tell them I'm about 7,000 years old uh, in terms of book years. Yeah. Um, 
And uh, I don't read at that pace now because of the writing and the demands on my time with pastoring. But uh, for me, um, I am a learner in terms of strengths finder. And so if I'm not learning something new, um, I, I really need to uh, scratch that itch. I think every ology is a branch of th theology. And so I love reading across disciplines, love cross-pollinating, love trying to say old things in new ways. And the only way you do that is to continue to stretch some of those mental, mental boundaries. Oh, one other thing. I think it was Oliver Wendell Holmes who said, a mind stretched by a new idea never returns to its original, original shape. shape. Yeah, I absolutely. love that. Yeah. Absolutely. And I'll make a call out to everybody out there. You want to write a book. The, I mean, I am uh, always surrounded by writers. That's the world I live in. And by far and large, the best writers are also the most prolific readers, bar none. Uh, I just, it, it goes hand in hand. So uh, great Great testimonial there. Financial, Mark, is the next one in our first show. Uh, again, uh, episode 735, folks, you talked about that going from the beginning of your church and uh, what was it, $2,000 in a month, $1,600 went to rent. And so you've seen the bottom of the barrel, and I know you've seen a lot of blessing as well uh, since then. But yeah, tell us about the financial habits that you employ. Yeah. Well, you know, we only make a few major decisions in life. We spend the rest of our life managing those major decisions. Yeah. Um, for me, one of them, and, and I would call it a pre-decision, it's the decision you make before you have to make the decision. Uh, when my wife and I got married, we decided that we would never not tithe. Um, and so we give God that first 10% of our income. But then our goal, uh, and this was inspired by actually J.C. Penney. Uh, the founder of the department store, uh, who by the end of his life was reverse tithing, living off of 10%, giving 90%. Um, we really set that as a goal. And uh, so over time, the way you do that is you double tithe and then you go 50-50. And uh, along the way, you got to stretch your faith a little bit. But uh, I promise you this, you'll, you'll have some fun uh, doing it along the way. And so um, yeah, we, we have a financial planner. We have some retirement goals. We know what we may need, uh, you know, when it's time for me to hang up my pastoring cleats. Uh, but at the end of the day, I, I kind of buy into what John Wesley said, make all you can, save all you can, give all you can. Yeah. And uh, there is a chapter in Double Blessing titled Die Broke. And by, by that, I don't mean manage your money poorly. Yeah. Uh, you know, by yeah. that, I mean, give it all, do your giving while you're living. And uh, so that kind of is how we approach the financial quadrant. And again, folks, I'm going to call back to the, for our first show together, 735. And we talk, it's really towards the latter part of the show about the giving, about generosity being outside. This isn't a, a earning your salvation and buying your way into heaven. This is outside. You can take it outside of faith that the brain training of doing that is, uh, well, worth the price of admission alone. Five, well, five spoke spiritual. Do you think, do anything spiritual in your life there, Mark? <laughs> you know, what's funny is I kind of think of that as the hub. And so, yeah. and then, you, you know, everything kind of comes out of that. But, um, you know, I think, uh, the key to spiritual growth are routines 
And we call those routines spiritual disciplines, things like uh, meditation, like um, reading scripture, like prayer. Uh, I, I think of journaling as uh, a way of taking every thought captive, make it obedient to Christ, 2 Corinthians 10, 5. So I think practicing those disciplines is key. But here's what I would say. Once the routine becomes routine, you need to change the routine. So one of the things I do uh, as a practical example is I try to read through a different version of the Bible each year because um, if I don't do that, I almost get an autopilot. And so I like picking up a new Bible. And part of it is I never read without a pen in my hand. And so I'm always underlining and making notes in the margin. And sometimes a fresh Bible helps me do that. And, and then really the inspiration for that is that one of my prized possessions is a 1943 Thompson chain reference Bible that belonged to my grandfather. And so I'm able to look at the verses that he underlined. I can see the notes he wrote in the margin. And so I want to have enough Bibles to uh, someday give to my kids and grandkids. I have a very similar Bible from my grandfather. We actually, it's in a big Ziploc bag because the outside faux leather keeps falling off uh, of the thing. You, you mentioned disciplines and uh, if anyone's interested in that, I don't know if this is one you are a fan of, but Spirit of the Disciplines by Dallas Willard is one of my top shelf books. Yeah, really good. You are listening to The Ziggler Show and the Habits of Mark Batterson. The next spoke I asked Mark about his career and as a pastor of 23 years of one of America's most influential churches, he shares that he actually sees himself now more as an author than a pastor. But I think it's just an important message regarding how we perceive our career roles. So we'll be right back with Mark after I share some valuable products and services with you. Six spoke is career. And you have been, how long have you been a pastor now, Mark? 23 years. 23 years. Uh, how long have you been an author? Uh, that would be, uh, I think we're year 13. Year 13. Now, uh, along with that, as you just talked about, you speak a lot outside of your church. Matter of fact, I, it was in the book, uh, Double Blessing, you talked about, you used to think of yourself as a, was it pastor, author? Now you think of yourself as author, pastor. So yeah, I don't even know how many different career tangents you have. So what are you doing yeah. to keep it manageable and where you want it to be, your career? Well, and and fun fact, Kevin, I'm, I'm actually shopping two films right now. I think one of them is about to get funded. Mm. And, uh, I read about you, is, your search there. Congratulations. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's crazy. I, I put my faith in Christ after watching a film called The Hiding Place. It was a Billy Graham film. Wow. Uh, I would have been like five years old. And so I think that planted a seed in my spirit. And so I guess what I'm saying is I'm not sure what I want to do when I grow up. Yeah. Uh, but I would say that uh, I believe in long obedience in the same direction. And so I, I asked God for the privilege of, pouring my life into one church. And, uh, you know, we started, I would have been 25. So we're about 23 years in. And, uh, so, um, I, hopefully I have some good highway in front of me to be able to keep pouring into this church, see what God does. And then for me, the writing piece is, uh, a book is a time capsule. You know, I, I, I uh, think it's a way that, should the Lord tarry my great, great grandchildren, they'll know 
what I believed, uh, what was in my heart, what was in my head. Um, And uh, that to me is pretty special to think about that uh, I can leave a little bit of a legacy uh, that way. And so, yeah, I'm grateful that I get to write and pastor. Those two things kind of go in tandem pretty well. All right. Last one is personal. And and generally I've always presented this as the things that you do just for you, Mark, the, the fun, the play, the whatever. But lately I've also stuck in there, the things that you do for self-care, even you talking about that, that pastoring and being in the the, the vocation uh, that you are has pushed you more towards an introvert side and having to do some self-care on that side. So give us a, a personal, whether it's, you know, basketball or getting away, whatever it is, what do you do yeah. there just for you? Yeah. You know, the first thing that comes to mind is I, I want to shout out my spiritual father, Dick Foth and uh, 78 years old, uh, took me under his wing as a rookie pastor and has, been such a tremendous blessing to me, really has been a a mentor and a model. And so I think in all these categories, it's really important to have someone who's been there and done that, someone that you can pick up the call, uh, pick up the phone and call. And if you need a little wisdom download, you you know where to find it. Someone who's just in your corner. And so um, I don't know, I think it's important for me to share that. Yeah. And, uh, and then the second thing I would say is, uh, you know, e- even though um, I'm more of a type three than a type seven on the Enneagram, I'm more of a performer than a kind of an adventure person. I, I, I tell you what, hiking the Grand Canyon rim to rim, uh, hiking the Inca Trail, the Machu Picchu, um, you know, I, I've got 115 life goals that I shared in the circle maker. Mm-hmm. Many of them kind of have this adventure element to them. Um, I, I like things that kind of push my limits that uh, stretch me a little bit. So I, I think uh, if I'm having fun, that that's what I'm doing. Oh, one other thing. I spent a lot of time on Sunday afternoon during the football season watching football. <laughs> and so actually one of the fun joys of writing is, you know, I've done several dozen uh, NFL chapels for teams. And that really is one of the funnest environments for me to be in. Um, Cause I, I love sports yeah. and I love God. And you combine those two things and it's a pretty good rush of holy adrenaline. Uh, okay. So who's your top teams? Oh man, you're going to put me on the spot. I am. I am. We're going to get unpolitically correct here. Yeah. Well, I'm so confusing. People can't even understand this. I guess, first of all, in terms of baseball, I'm from Chicago. So I I like the Cubs, but I'm wearing a little Nats hat because we're a World Series contender. Um, And then uh, I was born in Minneapolis and then moved to Wisconsin. So I don't know if you can pick up where this is going, but my first game was a Vikings yeah, game yeah. and I got some cheese in my blood. So people don't understand how I could love the Vikings and the Packers, but I tell them uh, a lot of you have more than one child and you love them both. That is and true. So there you go. <laughs> All right, and Mark, thank you. Thanks for the, the behind the scenes on uh, the things that you do again, to go back to our first interview, to position yourself for the blessings uh, that you want. I have uh, received a double blessing by being with you today. Thank you. Thanks so much, Kevin. God bless. 
I hope you were inspired by Mark and his habits. Again, you can connect with him at markbatterson.com and find his new book, Double Blessings, wherever you get books. Well, coming up in episode 738, I bring you a message from Zig Ziglar, from which, of course, I have a question posted on Facebook, and I invite you to join us in these weekly conversations. Just find and friend me on Facebook, my personal page, Agent K. Miller. And I'm going to have Zig's son and CEO of Ziggler, Tom Ziggler, join me to talk through your comments. Till then, folks, thank you, as always, for letting me walk with you as we inspire our true performance together.